When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at Sears Import. Again, searsimports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Don and Kenny are here. You're here. Let the party begin. Your pop culture party. We have the Dirt Alert coming up. Then at 8.30, Wheel of Time. Not Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Wheel of Time. What's yeah. that? On Prime. Well, Don will tell you. You have to stay tuned, Kenny. You can't leave. You got to stay tuned. Mm. 
It's a little tease. I have a feeling somebody's going to cut my phone line. No, no one's going to cut your phone oh, line. For the no. love of God. No. Um, usually at this time when Alexis isn't taking one of her 400 vacation days, uh, we do uh, read your sticks. Uh, oh, we sure. don't. So she's gone this week uh, enjoying her, her birthday week. So I got quite the response yesterday. I wanted to open up another conversation that seemed to light a match under some folks. And that's when I was talking about the wedding that I was just at um, in Bemidji and the observations that I had and my husband had about revamping weddings and writing receptions. And when I mentioned the receiving line, I got about six emails um, either telling me what they were for, um, defending them, because I said, and I, I hold to this, I don't know why we need receiving lines. Um, I, I, I would get rid of them. That's just one of one tradition that I would get rid of. So what is what is there about weddings or wedding receptions you would like to see go away? Find us on Twitter, Dawn at Dark and Jason Matheson. Join the conversation. What part of weddings and receptions would you like to see just completely, completely go away? I have another one, and then Dawn, I'm curious if you have an opinion on this. This is another one which is more often than not unusually painful, and that is <laughs> the speeches by the wedding party. Oh. Um, I have rarely been to a wedding where the speeches have been home runs. They're usually incredibly awkward. They're by people who don't public speak normally. So I'm not even blaming them. Um, <laughs> You're but, judging them. <laughs> uh, but my rear end, like I have severe she every time a best man grabs the mic and it's like, um, so I met Steve in 1987 when we were on a volleyball team together and they go on through the history of their relationship with the groom. Okay. And it just, it never ends well. And it is, it, it's rarely successful. Um, so I would like to see them edited. I would like, if there's wedding plan. <laughs> I would like all weddings. I I personally want to offer up my services. If you are getting ready to speak at a wedding, I would like to proofread your speech. Um, I I would like to edit it. Oh my goodness, that's a great thing to offer, Jason. I I want you to succeed, and I, as the guest, I don't want to be miserable. So uh, I don't want to be uncomfortable. So I would like to personally audit, edit. And revamp all wedding reception speeches by the wedding party. Well, I think that's very nice of you. Thank you, Dawn. As I try to get back when I can. Somebody who's done stand-up comedy, I would say it's not. It's kind of like that. Then you need to sprinkle in some heartfelt things in between. But yes. make sure that it is about five minutes. <laughs> Thank you. And then have four punchlines. The biggest punchline needs to be at the end where you can just basically drop the mic. Yes. Add some heartfelt things right before you say, but really, his butt stinks. And then you're done. Walk off. Yes. Yeah. You're right. It can't be a diatribe. It can't just be a history of your relationship with with the broom, the broom, the groom or the bride. It is. There has to be a there has to be a story with it, because 
I mean, truth. Yeah. Kenny, yeah. your yeah, your thoughts? Anything on a uh, wedding? Well, or re- the, the whole wedding front to back needs to just be done away with. That that's a private no thing wedding. Between, uh, <laughs> the, the bride and the groom and their immediate families, uh, friends, uh, uh, long distance relatives. Not, no, no, none of that. I, I don't do weddings at all. Girl, we are getting great responses, and I am loving my talkers today. Lee writes in simply, you've got mail. Kids, kids need to not be at weddings <laughs> no. and receptions. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I, Colin and I did not allow children uh, at our wedding or reception. Oh. And uh, my mother-in-law was none too happy about this, but I was proud of Colin it's one of the few times I rarely, I've never fought with my mother-in-law. I am one of the lucky human beings on earth. I adore my mother-in-law. This was one of the times where I wanted Colin to push back, and he did. Mm-hmm. Um, because for brides, like the kids at the wedding we were just at, they, they're, they're the Tyra Banks. They Tyra Banks the bride. <laughs> oh, they God. steal focus from the bride. Now, can they be there to be the flower girl in the room? Yes, era? and then they have to leave. And then they go home. <laughs> yes, they go they, home to a nanny or something. Use yeah. them. Use them for the cute flower girl moment, and then put them on a shuttle. Maybe and put not even bring yeah. them back home. Maybe not even. They're not at the rest of the ceremony. They no. just walk in and they do their job, and then you get yes. to go to McDonald's. Yes, with the babysitter. Send them away at the back of the church. Have you ever met a kid that wasn't terrified to do that? No, um, they all hate it. That was one of my, the f- very first, probably terrifying experiences in my life. I had to be the kid for my aunt walking up the aisle with like a ring on a pillow. Yeah, you're the ring bearer, and I'm still traumatized by that. Yes, and then. My sister did the same thing to my son when he was tiny, and I think it scarred him for life, too. He was terrified and sobbing and didn't want to do it, and the worst thing ever. Oh, no. Yeah, you know what? Get rid of that whole kids with the ring bear nonsense. All it does is scar them for life. I didn't even think of it through the aspect of children because I don't like children. But you're absolutely... No, I do. I do. I'm kidding. I got to stop with that because people think I'm serious. Uh, but no, but you're, you're absolutely right. Kids don't want to do it. No. So whenever you think this is coming from um, two men, you know, your perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for women... I've never been married, but I would yeah. say to speak for women, I think these kinds of traditions um, to have your own memories, because it's really about the bride and groom's memories. We shouldn't care about our own memories. So if your kid is obnoxious, you are, yeah. you're, you're stealing their moments away. Yeah. I you're don't know. obnoxious. Yeah. 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 Dawn, you're absolutely right. Even though I was, you know, Colin and I are two men and, and we got married. I said to Colin, when we got pushback on who we were inviting and who we weren't, I said rather bluntly, I'm, I'm sorry, but not sorry. This is our day. And when I walk down the aisle and I look at the crowd, I want certain people there and I don't want certain people there. I only, I don't, I want a sea of people that mean something to me. I don't want cousin Richie who's only there for the chipper catered chicken. I want the people that mean a lot to me. Um, God, we are getting great responses. Lori writes, speeches, personal stories, are for the rehearsal dinner. Wedding receptions are for toasts. Cheers to the happy couple. 
Yes. From and she's a longtime wedding planner. Oh, way to go, oh, Lori. Hello, Lori. Uh, Brenna writes, I would like the garter thing to be uh, disavowed, to get rid of. Yes. Auctioning off the garter in suggestive ways and dollar dances. It's awkward for everyone. It is. Yes. I mean, and it seems like just give them some money. What about kidnapping the bride? I think we did that. What the hell is that? What Um, kind of hillbilly hell is that? It's between... The Ew. wedding and the dance or the reception and all, all the men uh, grab the bride and you go hit a few bars and oh you get her God. good and ripped and then oh. drop her off. This at is the, not- uh, and oh then you show my. up at the dance and she is hammered. And this is something that other people do besides your family. <laughs> uh, it wasn't my family, but okay. I was a part of one. Of you these. were a part of it? I've never yeah. heard of that. Before. I've never heard of this ever, Kenny. What about the bride telling um, me, no, not me, somebody, don't get my brother drunk, and then you get his brother drunk, and you... Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're there to cause havoc. Well, Well, have you met him? Yeah, you're there to get people drunk and to make it a complete chaos. Yeah. Let me read this. This you've got mail. Because, again, I'm not a a parent, and I, I never like to speak for parents. That was a piece of advice that B. Arthur gave me. 10 years ago, Kate writes in to to us. She writes, as a parent, not having to make a choice to bring our kids to a wedding is so much easier if my kids aren't invited. Oh, so basically it's giving by not inviting them. There's a chunk of parents that actually appreciates that because they don't have to come up with an excuse. There is no excuse. They're just not invited. Oh, that's fascinating. Oh, that's that's oh, that's interesting. So she's in, nobody has said how dare you say this or anything no. like that. Okay, that's good. Okay, and Kay Marie, we we have to go, but this is the one that Colin and Jason Matheson wedding planning um, completely endorses. <laughs> okay. Kay Marie writes to the three of us: the lag between the ceremony and the reception. Yes, Queen. Yes, yes, the, yes, yeah, yes. No, just go straight to it. We went, we had a, we had a half hour happy hour because we did pictures beforehand. I don't want to make people wait for my pictures. I thought that would, we, we, I thought that was rude. So we did pictures before the wedding. Now, that way, does that, guests aren't some waiting. people feel like, oh my gosh, well, I'm not actually married in those pictures. Oh, I didn't care. So they're no, like, oh, we have to that. do it after. How about oh. this? Okay. This is a spin on my earlier get rid of all of it. Uh, <laughs> private wedding, public reception. Ooh, now there's something that sounds appealing to me. Small wedding, friends. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Close, yep. close friends, family. Yep. Big reception, big party. I, I, I think that's kind of what we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, that's what we did. We had we called them 94, and we had six 94 guests <laughs> that we invited at 7 o'clock. Yeah. And they got our late-night food Perfect. bar, Perfect. and they just came to party. And then I had our 94 guests that had the combo. They did the wedding and the reception. Get married again. I want to go. Oh, girl. It was... Let me. This is a perfect positive bow. I know a lot of people go. Oh, I. I don't. I would just do a small ceremony. Oh, I regret X, Y, and Z. I can happily say with a giant smile on my face, one of the best days of my life, and I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing. You did it, it was. Your way. We did it our way, and it was a glorious night and a damn fine party. Even though nobody from my talk danced, but I'm not bitter. Oh my God. 818, we're going to take a break. <laughs> no, we come back. Did you think I could get through it without saying one snarky thing? <laughs> when we come back, the dirt alert. Hey, Lex, are you smile ready? Um, I think. Dawn, are you smile ready? Just give me three minutes and then yes. <laughs> well, good. Because it's time to be smile ready for all those fall events like weddings, reunions. Halloween? I mean, you wear a mask, but sure. Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can help you be smile ready with a great offer happening right now. Now, through the end of the year, Dr. Amy is offering $1,000 savings when you commit to a minimum of four porcelain veneers. So many of Dr. Amy's patients take advantage of this offer. You're going to love the way you look with your new smile, and you get to save money while doing it. And it's so easy to get started. Just go to Hughes-Dental.com and click on the free video consult request. And when you talk with our friends at Hughes Dental, don't forget to say you heard about them on my talk. As I always say, Dr. Amy is the best at what she does. She's the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Yes, I was reading some reviews and they are spectacular, like this one. I started with a video consult, which was very informative. Next, I went in for a consult with Dr. Amy and Jackie. They were able to temporarily put a composite over my teeth to show me what they would look like if I got veneers. That process was also very informative and fun to see the results. Should I read the next one like Yoda? Um, Maybe in our next commercial, Lex. Okay. To get started, go to Hughes-Dental.com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her staff. And then when you're ready, click on the free video consult request. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Time to get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. But before we get to the news, I do like to include you sometimes in our conversations. So I quickly want your response because you're kind of a Martha Stewart of everything and um, you were a bride. If you could change or alter one quote unquote wedding tradition or reception tradition, what would you get rid of or change? Go. Oh, okay. Um, early afternoon weddings that have a big break between the wedding and the reception. Thank you. That the timing of it makes me crazy. And I, and I get it, but then what happens is, like now, this is just in my experience of weddings that I've been to. Then the wedding party in between that break gets on some sort of party bus transport system <laughs> that is loaded with booze. Yeah, and then they show up um, at the reception 
there's a couple of groomsmen that are just bombed out of their mind. And then like a couple of bridesmaids that, you know, are not even going to make it to the soup course. And then they, and then they head out and then the party starts. And then you're there. Like you've been waiting in between, like I've made decisions to go get a coffee in between because I felt like if I'm going to make it through this event that is now taking up approximately 11 hours of my life. Wow. Right. I need, because that's the truth. If a wedding's at like two, and then it ends at midnight. I mean, that's 10 hours. And that's don't so make people. Terrible. And, and Elizabeth, I think you'll back me up because this goes in line. I forgot the biggest one of all that sent my husband, sends my husband right over the moon, Alice. And that is waiting until 830 or nine o'clock to start the dancing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to start Huge the dancing. Huge error. You know, I Huge was at a wedding. Um, Jay's best friend got married in California and they did something really fun where the, they had the wedding and the reception at the same place. It was mm-hmm. at like this beautiful country club deal, whatever. So they have the wedding outside and then you walked in. They had like a little air cocktail hour area. And then as soon as the cocktail hour wrapped and you went into the reception, the band was playing and everybody hit the dance floor right away. And then the band was like, all right, everybody, we're so happy that you're here. You know, this is so exciting. We're celebrating. If you all want to take your seats for dinner, that would be wonderful. Then we went and sat and had dinner. But then everybody was like already in the party mood and already in the dancing mood. I love that. I liked it, too. There just can't be a lot of lulls. You really do right. have to think of it as a show. You have to produce it like you a show. Yes. You really do. People laugh at that, but energy gets sucked out of the room. And then by the time, you know, and then, yeah, anyway. I know. I'm, sorry, I'm totally with you. Just, no, you don't have yeah. to be sorry. I mean, it's a holiday week. The dirt's kind of like. Again, the only person, I mean, we have a, our devoted uh, My Talkers. Hi, everybody. And then the big boss is actually listening today. I don't know if oh, KS95 is off the air or something today, but he's actually <laughs> listening to our station. So, I have a yes. question for Elizabeth. Have you heard of uh-huh. kidnapping the bride? No. Why would you do that? Oh, God. It's oh. real hillbilly. Oh, I got backed up on this. Twitter. There's two you people. Did, though. Yeah. There's two people backing me up on Twitter. What do you do? You steal the bride between the, the, the All ceremony the men. and the reception. And the men bar- steal the bride. This feels wrong on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. And you go bar hopping. You go bar hopping. And get her trash. Get her liquored up. Oh, man, guys. Yeah, I can't. I, don't even, I didn't even know that existed. I don't like the whole kidnapping thing. Yeah, like, I'm not a pro weird. kidnapper. And no. if you are, I mean, I guess to each their own. I think they call it stealing, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm, even stealing doesn't feel that great to me. <laughs> Look, at, I didn't invent it and I don't endorse it. I'm just saying it exists. Okay, that's really. <laughs> even great. I do think, um, I think like the garter thing where yes. the bride like pulls up her dress and then the man with his teeth removes this place, piece of lacy fabric in front front of like Ugh. everyone's parents and grandparents i get like listen if that's part of your deal that's super fun but that feels like a weird vibe to me yeah and also too. if they go up under the dress and their whole heads up in there you're like i don't like this i don't want to watch. i feel like i'm watching people have sex <laughs> i know which with grandma is never good and yeah covid super spreader hello <laughs> yeah. Mind, yeah mouths and ugh, i no. will tell you i go so far as like i didn't even do i didn't do the giving away and the taking of the bride oh. and this is kind of a little bit of a i guess it's like a feminist streak but i think some of this is the point of that is if something doesn't feel right to you and feel like it represents you yep and what you want your relationship to look like, I think it's okay to say that's just not a tradition that we're going to do. And so I didn't do that because 
I was like, I'm 33 years old. Like, I'm not being given or taken. I am like willingly I love it. walking. And frankly, like, it's a real benefit to him that I'm coming into his life. <laughs> like, Holy I just, I'm not doing the giving and the taking. That was <laughs> kind of a thing. He's not taking me away from my dad. No, and my dad's not like giving me to anyone. I've, I own my own home. I like, you know, I have a really great 401k. I don't know. This is fantastic. I didn't even get to any dirt. No, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Don doesn't care. Kenny doesn't care. The my talkers don't care. This has been a fabulous dirt alert. Save it for your twelve o'clock. All right, I'll have. I got it all ready. Uh, What's Wheel of Time about on Prime? Don McLean will answer that question when we return. Jason and Don, did either of you know that St. Mary's University has a bachelor in science degree in applied psychology now? You mean St. Mary's University right here in the Twin Cities? Yes, I did hear that. And it's fully online, too. So it's a great option for busy working adults. There's such a demand for careers in counseling, social services, school psychology, and human resources that a degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed. The best part is that this is a degree completion program meaning you can transfer past credits. Also, you can earn college credit using work and life experience. And you can complete this program in as few as two years. So cool. I've heard great things about St. Mary's University. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are there and want you to succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or enter my talk keyword St. Mary's. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Rise, you caught a prize. You, you're making your Johnson. Party nights, summer whites. You, your friends and your Johnson. Rooster tails, water trails. You, your kids and your Johnson. Saturday nights, distant lights. You, your girl and your Johnson. You and your Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. You, me, and your Johnson. We have a quick correction here, uh, Jason. I might have said 34th in South Minneapolis. It's 43rd is what I meant to say. 43rd? How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, crash started on uh, westbound 62 past 43rd and ended up, this car ended up on its side on the frontage road. So, yeah, everybody's jamming on the brakes. scary. On uh, westbound 62 past 43rd, not 34th. Got it. No, no problem. You're you can't always be perfect. Uh, and by the way, I love when this happens, Kenny. You just you lit a match and it ignited. Um, people are coming out of the woodwork to te- to back you up, Kenny, and say that they have been to weddings uh, where the bride has been kidnapped. So, yeah. um, and Amanda writes to us that it's an old German tradition. Ah. So, yeah. Thank you, everybody. And My first, husband and as well. And first we steal the bride and then <laughs> and we take uh, her to the bars. And then I eat her fingers uh, <laughs> and I put them in uh, a soggy bottom and then I bake them for Prue on my baking show. Um, I it can't is believe up he on... was let go. Uh, I know. Let go. 
Let go. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, he's laid off of Great British Bake yeah. Off. Um, Don, what is Wheel of Time? Well, Wheel of Time, I talked about uh, last week that it's an uh, it's a book series by Robert Jordan. Mm-hmm. I have read all the books, I guess. I d- didn't read the spinoffs. So there's a total of 20 books. I read 14 of these. This okay. is a huge nerd series. This is like Lord of the Rings as far as the expansive universe that it covers and a lot of fans of this book series. It's been going on for a very long time. Uh, the Wheel of Time. <laughs> uh, so they. So I was so excited to see that it was. they were making a series out of it finally. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope they don't screw it up. Well, a lot of the critics before we even saw it were poo-pooing it, saying that it looked like a cheap Xena Warrior Princess show or like the towns looked like a renaissance festival that had never been populated. Um, And so I was going in thinking, and I saw the trailer and I thought, oh my gosh, the costumes look so clean. You know, this is, this should be dirty, you know, dirty things happen. So Amazon prime dropped three episodes and I was going in with low expectations and I got to say, I really like it. I, oh, I like um, I thought I would not like the casting of one of the main characters who's played by Rosamund Pike. I thought that was sort of a strange choice, but she's actually doing a great job. She's kind of like the head witch type person, I'm looking but she's not right a bad person. Her name is Morgane. Uh, so it, it surrounds the story is about a group. Well, it's about like time being altered there's sort of this other universe that exists and only a few people can go into this world to manipulate time and at some point some dirty old man not a dirty old man but a man went in and altered on altered time and it broke the world so then they had to repair the world and put it back together uh so so basically they're looking for this this person who is going to come back and he's called the dragon so the dragon has been reborn and all of these people are looking for this person that should be it could be a man or a woman actually at this point it's kind of like a reincarnation story too which you know hasn't really been seen in other stories before i don't i can't really recall but so anyway what i loved about it is that it was dirty once you got into the show there's some critical key things that happen at the beginning of the of the first book and I thought they nailed it. <clears throat> the only thing I would say, they, they have a hard job of creating creatures. These creatures are called Trollocs, and they look, they're kind of like in between a werewolf and a pig. It has sort I'm of a, looking at them now, uh, coincidentally. Okay, yeah. so it has like a pig face and a werewolf type. You know, they're like orcs and werewolves and pigs all wrapped up into one. Some of them are CGI, and they're mixed into the mix of the real guys in the suits. The only thing I would say to criticize is that there's some points where there are fight scenes going on where it looks like somebody in a Chewbacca suit from the behind. You know what I'm saying? But they really did bring, like, I don't think this is for kids. They really did bring the violence that I think it needs because it's a brutal beginning to a a book. Um, And now I'm just trying to figure out, really, because it is over. It's, you know, it's 14 books so I don't know if they're going to do, if Amazon has committed to three seasons and they're going to try to cram in the whole story within those three, because I was trying to figure out the pacing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I felt like the first episode covered a fourth of the first book. 
And so some of the character development wasn't really there. You didn't have time to care for people. You know, you have to sort of create an atmosphere where you feel something if somebody dies. And yeah. I don't think that they were able to really achieve that because they don't have time to spend that much, spend that much time. I I just want to look without sound. I was listening to you, but I was watching the visuals as you were talking. I don't think it looks cheap at all. And I would take great pleasure of ripping it. I think it looks I think it looks really nice. I think it looks really good. It, it looks I, the, good. Once you get into it. Yeah, it doesn't look cheap. It looks pretty darn expensive, actually. Yes. I wholeheartedly disagree. I would say if you don't know anything about this, it's okay. They made it easy enough to absorb, but I would, ooh, I would say this. If you don't, if you've never read the books, um, or if it's been a long time since you read them, watch it with the subtitles on the first episode because there are things that they mention, like this, this. Society of women that are sort of witches, they have a name to them. And then the key characters' names, you need to know those, and you need to know they mention other things that are specific to the books that are for it's like almost a foreign language that you would just certain terms that you'll need to know, and you'll need to read it. You'll need to see who's speaking, like because you'll get confused. They did cram a lot into the first episode, but I am excited to watch the second. I haven't had a chance to do that yet. I might actually watch this. You might like it. I think I might actually. Yeah, there's a the the guy, there's a I like the choice of I know who is the dragon. Mhm. And so I like that choice. Okay. But I'm not going to say who it is if you don't know. I don't know. Well, let me give you um let me also give one little recommendation that's very similar to this and that is Overnight. I can't wait to get home. Overnight. Uh, the part two of the new He-Man series from Kevin Smith dropped. Oh. Um, Masters of the Universe Revelation for all of us nerds out there. Part two of season one has dropped. So I will be going home immediately. I wonder if that dropped whenever I had my couple vacation days that part weekend. One. Yeah, because it was a yeah. couple of weeks ago that I was gone. Yeah, um, so this is part two. Now, what... what uh, this is Wheel of Time is on Amazon Prime. What is He Man on? Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Yes. Cool. And Skeletor has the power sword, and all hell is breaking loose. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Just gonna say that. Whatever, Kenny. Whatever. <laughs> Let me nerd out for a little bit. Um, Judging both of you. Why are you? Ju- <laughs> we're nerding out. We Whatever. Are. You're ner- a nerd about certain things like <laughs> music. And kidnapping brides. Yes. You weirdo. (laughs) My Talks. 75th Annual Santa Project benefiting the Ronald McDonald House Charities is happening. Bring a toy or gift to the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters during Lori and Julia, taking place Tuesday, November 30th. Uh, For more details and a full broadcast schedule, go to mytalk1071.com. Enter keyword Santa. Uh, When we come back, I have today's Jump the Shark next. It's time for a Mariah Cray Cray moment. I don't even know what you guys are charging. Um, it's like it's $39.90. What? This has been a Mariah Cray Cray moment. <laughs> um, Jason and Alexis in the morning. 
Never, just, ever. He's gets so old. apologetic, too. So apologetic. It's like 3990. 3990. What? Mm-hmm. I'm Jace with Don and Kenny. Alexis is uh, off until uh, mid May. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, Don and Steve coming up next, followed by Kalina Bradley and uh, Lori and Julia. Hey, by the way, if you can't listen to us live, don't forget to listen to us later at your convenience uh, in podcast form. And speaking of podcast, download and support our friends Don and Kenny. Uh, they don't need the support. They're uh, they're doing gangbusters, girl. Uh, Dan Seaman said it's the best uh, podcast since uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, ho- uh, head over <laughs> to garagelogic.com and uh, download news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. And uh, while you're at it, we dropped a new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers yesterday. So go download that. Uh, it is time for today's Jump the Shark. Fire up the boat. I'm jumping the shark. shark, shark. Hey. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was dump a window. <laughs> I try to call them like I see them, and uh, I know people don't always agree with me, but that's all right. There's been a, a two controversies lately. The one really is my focus for the Jump the Shark, and that's the one I heard yesterday uh, being bandied about, talked about on TMZ Live as I was uh, walking out the door, and that is some woman, I don't even know who she is, uh, claiming and going off about the fact that the Venus and Serena movie with Will Smith, King David, is sexist because of the title of the movie and that they're giving uh, credit the movie by titling it that and making it about the father uh, stealing a woman's uh, or, or redirecting a woman's success to make it once again about a dude. Now, I know this seems weird that I am a dude and I'm saying this, so people could probably accuse me of having blinders on. But I will just tell you, to me, I think this is an insult personally to Serena and Venus because they're executive producers. Yeah, they titled it that. They wanted to make it about their dad. Yes. There's And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't under. It's just, a, again, to me, it is another King Richards, what the title is. It's another example of people just waiting in the damn bushes to jump out and go, ah, ah, rage. And it drives <laughs> me insane. It, these little outrage trolls, little gremlins, outrage gremlins. If Serena and Venus don't have a problem with it, why the hell do you have a problem with it? Uh, right. Did you not check your facts? Have you even seen it? Yeah, Sometimes I know. Sometimes people don't see movies and then they and talk about gotta, them like us. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, and also, I got to tell you, rather bluntly, um, other than uh, women not being celebrated in in media the way they should, you know what uh, another type of individual that isn't celebrated as much as they should? That's black fathers. So th- we should be celebrating this movie for highlighting and celebrating a black father, a fantastic black father in media. You sadly don't see that a lot. So why are you turning a positive into a negative? I just don't. I I, I think it is. There is nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Because if this was sexist, look, I, I'm a strong feminist. I love the women's. And I would call it, I would call the balls and strikes as I see it. Yeah. And I just think this is outrage for nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 
I mean, if they're approving it, like I said, it shouldn't be. Um, it's oh, like Tiger Woods saying, I am who I am because of my dad. Right. It's just yeah. like acknowledging that if that person hadn't taught you discipline and the skills that you have, you wouldn't be where you are today. Nobody does it alone. It's not taking anything away from everybody knows. Everybody celebrates. They know the folks know and people, folks with a brain that aren't, you know, uh, on the on the yellow brick road showing Dorothy how to get to Oz. Everybody knows that Venus and Serena uh, are, are masters of their own destiny. But nobody does success alone. Everybody has help. And there's nothing wrong. It takes nothing away from you celebrating the folks that helped you. Nothing. It doesn't. To me, it endears me to them. This is a love letter to their father. And there's not a damn thing wrong with that. Yeah. And and this woman creating outrage for nothing, it, it, to me, it's an insult to the twins. It really is. So, I don't know why. I, well, I was. I got this so is worked why up I, about this yesterday. This is why I was disappointed. I thought that Will Smith was going to be playing Richard III for the Shakespeare play Richard III because it was called King Richard. And I was like, ooh, I can't wait for this mess to land on the screen so I can pick it apart or at least be surprised by his performance. Mm -hmm. Um, No, it isn't. And that's why I was like, oh, it's about tennis. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, other than that, you know, come on, let's get some more Shakespeare movies in here. Let's let's make these actors do some work. Sure. This took a turn. I'm I love this. <laughs> I love that we went I went from defending uh I went from defending a Will Smith movie to Don wanting more Shakespeare movies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's nobody out there that but, agrees with me. Well, the millennials, as you reported in the seven AM dirt alert, <laughs> won't go watch it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because that's uh true. they didn't watch what was a duel or the last duel. The last was, duel, yeah. Ridley was Scott the, yeah. Uh, was on Mark Marin's podcast and his movie The Last Duel with Matt Damon, Adam Driver, uh uh Jody Comer from Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Um and Another big star I can't remember right now. Uh, they nobody saw it. Twenty-seven million it made at the box office. It was a hundred million dollar budget, and he said these are not my words. That it's because apathetic millennials don't want to see it, right? And that social media created this this generation. If it's not on a cell phone and if it's not about them, yep, they don't care. Yep. Yeah. Well, so yeah. your King Richard movie uh, that that just died. Okay, yeah, yeah. sorry about that. Unless time. it was like on Instagram or TikTok, do your best, King Unless, Richard. I know. Put Martians in there. Put monsters in there. Some fantasy ogres or some Yellowstone super, exploding superhero. <laughs> somebody wearing a cape. Yellowstone Marvel exploding. Character. Yeah, Marvel mm-hmm. superheroes. You, Jason. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. You be you. Watch what you want. Say what you want. Do your wedding how you want. Have a great day, guys.